Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From Food Network, this is Cooked and Booked. The podcast where food and true crime get blitzed, blended, and baked into one deliciously dangerous dish. He got $2,500 worth of damages for a soggy bread. <laughs> Ill-gotten grains, girl. Yeah, if I go to work and it's a man in the ceiling, yeah, I'm gonna have to clock out. I think I'm, I'm gonna have to clock out for the day. I'm straight clocking out. <laughs> I'm Sunny Anderson, Food Network host and true crime aficionado. And I'm bringing you true stories of scams, heists, and criminal capers with a tasty twist. Get your two-for-one coupons ready because today's episode has two stories of grocery store theft. There's the bread bandit of Tokyo who baked up a scam that got him a lot of dough. And there's the rafter robber of Washington State. Let's just say if this guy had a theme song, it'd be dancing on the ceiling. It's time for a double serving of supermarket scams. And just so you know, this episode has swindles and theft, but no discussions of physical assault. Now, let's chew on this. Joining me is actress and comedian Lacey Mosley. She's also the creator of the podcast, Scam Goddess. Hey, Lacey. Hey, Sunny. Ooh, I love a two-for-one scam. That's a bargain, okay? Girl, <laughs> we are couponing and cutting those coupons today. It's almost like it's a Sunday back in the day. Yes! <laughs> uh, here's my first question. Have you ever been to Japan? So, I have not been to Japan. That's a place I really want to go to. I worked at a high-end Japanese restaurant, though. So, I Ooh. know, like, all the fishes, all the sakes. Like, a waiso oganashimasu. That means check, please. <laughs> like, so... <laughs> so I've only been to, to Japan a couple of times, but it was when I was in the military. So it was like very quick, Osaka and Okinawa. And um, all I remember is things were expensive and the fruits and vegetables were beautiful. <laughs> I remember things were expensive. <laughs> they were, but I was young. Everything was expensive then, right? Yeah. So there's a reason I ask is because the, the setting for this first story is Tokyo 2015. You ready for this? Yes. 
All right, so here's a guy. He's in his early 50s, and his name is Takashi Ishimoto. Uh, he makes a call to a local grocery store, and he has a complaint. You know, want to speak to the manager. Specifically, he's upset that he got some sliced bread that he'd recently purchased, and it was soggy. You know, that ain't right. Right? He didn't realize it was wet bread when he walked out of the store. Yeah. Like, the bag was moist, and he just he just didn't realize or something. Also, like, calling a grocery store is hella petty. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like... If you have a complaint, like, and you're in person, but you call in a grocery store from your home yeah. to tell them about bread that you have, like, bro. Soggy bread. You got time on your hands. Yeah. I could understand, like, something in the freezer section with freezer burn, but, like, bread you're supposed to actually check out before you check out, right? Like, are yeah. you not the person that's pushing the bread to see if it's cushy or not? Like, you know, I do right. it and hopefully no one's watching, but— and as a black person, like, when we go to the grocery store, we always reach in the back. Like, I have never yeah. been to the, like, milk section and not, like, pulled all the milks out until I got to the back. So I know that's the good stuff. I know that's the stuff that's going <gasps> to, the expiration date going to be cuter. Like, you're not going to play with me. <laughs> black people don't take nothing from the front. It's always, we really, we will scoop <laughs> out the whole, the aisle to get to the back. Right. <laughs> okay. We, you're not getting us. You're going to have me cackling the whole time because, listen, if you're really into your bread, go look up right now. After, well, actually, after you listen to Cooked and Booked, go look up uh, the bread twist colors, okay? Because there's something to the bread twist colors, those little plastic tabs that are mm -hmm. on the twist of bread that tell you the days of the week that the bread was made, all right? So once you get really familiar with the bread twist colors, you can stop squishing the bread. All right, I digress. <laughs> no, that's you're, you're, All right. you're driving gems. You're driving gems. Right I am. Now. I'm trying to. I'm trying to do my best, girl. Okay, so Takashi Ishimoto, he calls up the grocery store. He's he's mad about this soggy bread. Oh, the humanity, right? <laughs> so uh, then he makes another call to the same store, but now he's not calling as a customer. You ready for this? Oh, he pretends to be someone else. In this call, he pretends to be someone from the head office of the grocery store chain. Okay. So instead of calling to speak to the manager, he's like, hi, I am the manager. He said, hey, it's me, Mr. Walmart. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I have, yeah. I have thoughts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. This is what he did, right? So he called in and he said, hey, I'm from this big office uh, of this company, this grocery store. I heard down at your one location, someone complained about this soggy bread. And uh, he said that the store needed to make it right by offering the poor customer some replacement bread and wait for it, all the cash they took in for the day. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that sounds scammy. I love that a CEO was like, he, he pretended to be a CEO who cares about customers and also mm -hmm. wanted to give him a, a reimbursement for the entire day. Like, he got damages. Like, what is this? Like, homeboy called in a neck brace and was like, the bread, the bread hurt my neck. I felt my neck and my back. I need all the cash. What? <laughs> <laughs> Not the Kaya. He oh, came in with the goodness. neck brace and the cane and said, the bread, the <laughs> The bread killed my all, dog. Like what? This is this is too deep for soggy bread. Can we not agree, Lacey, that I can't imagine a CEO calling in and saying, "Give this complaining customer not only a replacement bread, but all the bread you made for the whole day." Right? It's completely meaning cash. Not plausible. The the crazy thing is for me is the people that are working at the grocery store. Did they not have caller ID? Did they not know who the CEO was? You know, they didn't ask any questions. Why did the boss want us to give away so much money? Um, they didn't even ask if he had a receipt. 
if I'm an hourly employed person, th- that's above my pay grade. That's it's above me. Oh wow. Okay, like I'm not doing Good any point. research. I'm not. Listen, if the store start burning down, I'm just gonna walk out. Like I'm not. <laughs> like I don't. I just work here. Like why would I care past like beep beep scanning you and, and have a nice day. Here's your receipt. Like that's my job. So if you call, you say you. You need all the money in the register. I'm like, all right, well, we know you coming, and we'll just we'll, we'll pop that open for you. I don't, this is above my pay grade. This is very true. This is very true because I could also imagine being nervous if someone introduces themselves as the big-time mm-hmm. owner of this place, and I'm just going to do what is being asked. I couldn't tell you the CEO of any company that I work for. <laughs> right off yeah. the top of my head, I don't know. <laughs> you should know, right? But then we've seen that TV show where the CEO puts on a little, you know, fake nose and glasses, and he goes works with his undercover employees, boss. and they have, yeah, they have no idea that they're the undercover boss. All right, so the, you know, there's no way the scam is going to work, right? This is what we're thinking, right? Well, it totally worked. Okay, <laughs> he walked away with three hundred thousand yen, which at the time was around twenty five hundred U.S. dollars. Okay, and two loaves of what I can only assume was fresh, fluffy, non soggy bread. He got bread and bread, girl. He okay? got twenty five hundred dollars worth of damages for a soggy bread. <laughs> Ill-gotten grains, girl. Get it? Ill-gotten grains. The <laughs> ill-gotten grains of this man. All right, so um, eventually the police did catch up with him after that. He admitted to the charges, but then, after some more investigating, police were able to link him to a whole series of bread-related cons going back five years. This man loves carbs. Yeah, I wonder why bread. That's just, I don't know. Anyway, he could have picked something I else. I mean, it's so innocuous. I feel like maybe it yeah. works. Soggy? But- yeah, but also, like, I don't understand how the police are going to charge him with anything. He just called and said, give me the money from the register, and then they did. If I go into a bank with no weapon, and I'm just like, hey, y'all, um, can I get the money uh-uh. in the reserve? No, like, stop. I'm quick? helping you. Lacey, don't. Mm-mm. Bank Mm-mm. of America, please give me all the money y'all got it's in the gonna <laughs> It's and not going to work. It's not going to work. If they give it to me, then what, what did I do? What did I do? You stole. No, no you that's can't. not stealing. I, that's asking. If I ask you for money and you give it to me, then we. No. Th- what are you talking about? <laughs> the, the feds are listening to you right now, okay? <laughs> fix it, Lacey. Fix it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we know you're joking. Right, you must be joking. You've oh, sure, be joking. sure. Yeah, After yeah, they, yeah. they figured out that he had been running the scam for like five years— uh, they did all the math, and over that time, he was allegedly able to scam stores out of 27 million yen. And at that time, that was about $200,000. So, you know, wow. almost quarter of a million bucks. That's a lot of money. And who knows how many loaves of bread he also got out of it, because that was part of the scheme. He had to get the money and the bread. He got the bread and he got the bread. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, but yeah, but at the impressive. same, it's impressive. But also, like, people don't talk. Like, nobody's like in the grocery store. Like, y'all heard about the muffin man? He just he he pulls up with with, with the bread and like steals from them. <laughs> like nobody yeah. talked. Nobody like. I feel yeah. like you would have a reputation if you're stealing this much. I don't even know if he actually went into the stores and got the bread, right? He might have just been calling and lying about getting the bread in the first place. So no photo at the front of the store. There used to be a photo in the store that I went to in Brooklyn of someone that passed bad checks. And I just thought, oh, my God, how embarrassing. Like, because they have to be in this neighborhood, you know, like, wow, that's they put this picture up. I would be so embarrassed. 
Uh, anyway. But also, like, shouldn't that picture be in the back? Like, why is it in the front of the store? That store person is petty. It should be They're right mad. next to the bread. If this man <laughs> is standing next to you, please call the front customer service and let us know the bread man's in the store. Right. It should be right next to the bread. Or they should have just had some kind of internal... You know, when banks get robbed, they have an internal chat where it's like, this is what the person says or looks like or whatever. So all the people know when they get a phone call from the big CEO of the grocery store saying, give the people the money, you know, look into it. It's kind of like how they're saying about wires now. Don't send a wire if someone sends you an email. You got to get on the phone first. You got to verify the, 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 whatever. Yeah, because when you send a wire, it's gone. Wire fraud is It's crazy. The it's not coming back. It's not coming back. It's not back. coming back. Okay, listen, Zell ain't even coming back. Zell's not coming back. They ask you like 12 questions before that they act like a jealous girlfriend. They're like, who who you send this money to? Well, you ain't never sent money to them before. This is new. Okay. How much you want to send? You know you're not going to get it back, right? Okay. What's their name? Right. Spell it again. What's their number? Put it in one more time. <laughs> like, it scares me. Once I type in the email or phone number, if their name doesn't match up, I'm calling the person like, is this your name on the Zelle or whatever? But so anyway, listen. This uh, media coverage of the so-called soggy bread scam, it actually tapers off after the police get involved. So we're left to ponder some of the unanswerable questions surrounding the case, which we all have. Uh, But don't worry, Lacey. We've got another story of a supermarket sweep, if you will. Oh, I love that show. We'll chew on that next. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. All right, our next story begins on December 25th, 2019. We're in Auburn, Washington now, about 30 miles south of Seattle at a regional grocery store, called Hagen. Are you familiar with this store at all, Lacey? Have you been in the PNW 
I was just in Portland, um, which is really close to Washington, but I am not familiar with the store. I actually love Washington. I've been there many times for some uh, Seattle Seahawks games. It's mm. just, it's a beautiful, beautiful state, and Seattle's a great city. All right, so the store in question, Hagen, uh, was closed on that day, Christmas Day. That's why it was closed. But the next day, employees came in, and they noticed something was amiss. There was a break-in. So they decided to go watch the surveillance footage from the day before. And sure enough, someone with a covered-up face is straight up going through the store and taking merchandise. Okay? Okay. On camera, why not? I mean, it's Christmas, and he... That's what Santa Claus does. Like, doesn't he break into people's homes? Like, it, it sounds like Santa Claus to me. He does, he does. <laughs> and we leave him cookies. This is... This is a different perspective I've never really thought of. You're very right about that. Right. And he takes your cookies and your milk, right? So Santa's stealing from you. Santa's literally like a robber. Like he's breaking it into your home and he's stealing your food. Like, I don't know. But this is like a crazy Santa because guess what he stole? $6,500 worth of cigarettes. Wow. Is he about to go to prison? Yeah. (laughs) Well, we're about to see. Okay. He needs something to trade. Yeah, he needs some commissary trade. So the Auburn Police Department shows up, and there's one thing they can't figure out. How did this person get in and out of the store? Because that's the first thing they're checking, the locks, the jams. They just want to see if anything was a forced injury. Yeah, yeah. So over the next couple of days, police come back, and they finally find something. There are ropes attached to the roof. See, I said Santa Claus. Chimney. He knew it, right? He was coming down the chimney. <laughs> <laughs> he was spelunking or repelling. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. <laughs> yeah. Let me get them new hey, ports. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> so uh, they start to investigate the ceiling, and they discovered a damaged ceiling vent, as well as this, like, crawl space where the cops found gloves, knee pads, and a pair of pliers, kind of like the robber's toolkit. Why was he leaving all his tools there, though? Like, why, <laughs> why wouldn't you take well, those you know with why? you? <laughs> I'm going to tell you why. Because the thefts kept happening oh. at the same spot. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, he kept on returning. He kept on going back to the scene of the crime and recommitting the crime. So hit him All right, again. so now this next part is crazy. It's straight from, like, court documents submitted by the prosecutors, okay? I want to make sure I'm hitting all the details here because, wow. All right, quote. Quote. On January 15, 2020, an employee of the in-store Starbucks arrived to work in the morning. At about 4.30 a.m., she opened a storage closet and looked up to see that a ceiling tile was missing. Looking into the crawl space, the employee partially saw a man. End quote. Yeah, if I go to work and it's a man in the ceiling, yeah, I'm going to have to clock out. I think I'm think I'm gonna have to clock out for the day. Um, I'm straight clocking out. Yeah, I'm going home. That's it. It's a wrap. Mm-hmm. I, I I open the door. I'm like, oh, okay, let me turn on the coffee maker. There's a man in the ceiling. No, I'm good. Um, I'm actually gonna go. Yeah, it's a woman. It's anybody. Anything. Anybody an in the ceiling. I'm gone. I, no. Yeah. I didn't sign up for that. I came here to make like frappuccinos and, and uh, pumpkin spice. <laughs> and write people's name down wrong on the cup. Exactly. Allegedly. Spell it as horribly as possible, okay? <laughs> to just right. sp- mess with them. Hello. So, okay, here's more. So I want to get it specific. Quote, she closed the door, told her co-workers, and called 911. Auburn PD responded with a canine unit. The officers looked for the suspect in the crawl space, but couldn't find him. Even while they searched, another employee saw the suspect 
briefly poke his head out of a small access portal in the store's cashier's room. End quote. He's like a human whack-a-mole. <laughs> People just keep seeing his head pop out. And they're like, we can't find him. Like, like if a human was a raccoon. He, he got that he got that dog in him. He got that raccoon in him. I mean, okay. I, honestly, though, she's a real one at the store because I, I, personally, I wouldn't have called the police. I would have just closed the door and just walked out and left and not told anyone anything. They were like, I would have slowly backed out and called the cops. I would have slowly kept my eye on the situation, backed out, called I would probably would have locked the door if I was the first one there. So lock him in. But obviously he got in somehow. And listen, we we're still going, Lacey. It's not over. Okay. Oh no. I mean, mm-hmm. she gave him some time to run away though. So like I'm pro-criminal right now. This guy sounds fun. <laughs> I'm on his side. <laughs> Wow, this is the scam goddess. <laughs> I'm wow. on his side. He's in the ceiling. He's popping in and out. Because he's crafty. He is. And he's agile. Yeah. He works out. Sometimes you got to stretch before you do crime. You got to really make sure you limber because you're going to be running and jumping. And he's, and he's in the crawl space. Yeah. So he's got to, you know. This is Simone Biles of robbers. Like, he's a, this is a <laughs> gymnast. How do you even climb up there? I didn't see a ladder in any of this. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to get to that. All right. Okay. Because it gets crazier. All right, so. Here's, here's more of the report. Quote, the officers continued to search and found above the bathroom empty beer cans and gloves, but they could not find the suspect. Now, later that same day, around 1 p.m., an employee reported that the suspect's leg had fallen through a ceiling tile near the meat department. The whole leg? Like the leg fell out or the leg is just hanging from the ceiling? Attention, Hagen customers, for today's special. We have loin of human. Visit our meat department to learn more. No? (laughs) But the crazy thing about this, Lacey, is you would think that by the time his leg falls out of the ceiling in the meat department that they would have tracked him down, but they still don't get this guy. I get it. I'm an hourly employee. It's not my... The ceiling is none of my business. None of my business. None of my business. Okay, everybody leg can be hanging out the ceiling, and I'm still going to be like, hey, you, uh, do you have a price tag on this apple? Because um, we... Let me check it in the computer. Like, I'm not paying attention. <laughs> yeah, it's like you said. It's above your pay grade. You got to yeah. pay me more to care about the literally leg above through me. the ceiling. Literally yeah. above me. The ceiling... <laughs> literally above you. No. <laughs> literally. So, the crazy thing is you would think by then, they would have already sussed this guy out and yanked him down through the ceiling because we've seen this before mm-hmm. or maybe he would have fallen out of the ceiling but these thefts went on for six more weeks and employees said they could hear footsteps on the ceiling and it's, it's like a horror movie territory or like you know if you've ever lived in a bad building you can hear the possums up there and the raccoons mm-hmm. running around and all that so here's a line from the court document you ready for this yes Quote, Based on the videos, the sightings, and the logistics involved in navigating the crawl space, the officers suspected the defendant would have to be small but athletic. End quote. I said they were athletic. I mean, <laughs> also, they have so much determination. Like, I feel like robbing a place for that long, like that, at this point, he, this person works there. They are also an employee. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> they, they might can, as well hire them as security, the eye in the sky. If they're up there, just Right, just they could be them. stopping theft in the store, just peeking through the <laughs> the uh, ceiling tiles. I, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. I think this man works here at this point. Like, this is great. <laughs> 
It could be an inside job because he is inside. But mm -hmm. the crazy thing is, is I mean, as they're trying to suss out the situation, they're bringing in the K-9 unit. They're using heat tracking, infrared cameras. They're doing everything. They're going into the rafters for hours at a time, but they're still not finding the guy. They're just getting these remnants and bits and pieces. Uh, so the police commander tells a local news station, quote, It's very difficult. There are many, many little hiding spaces where he could have been. It's such a large store, and it's very crowded with venting and everything, end quote. See, this is where, like, the, they messed up with the dogs. Like, you don't need dogs for this. You need rats or pigeons. To scare them the out. Sky to rats. scare them out. Put something up there to scare. I, yes. I'm thinking at this point, you know, you buy those foggers to get the roaches out. Oh. Just like, why don't they fog the whole store? But maybe they can't because the groceries and they'd lose all of the stuff. Right, I money. Just, I'm trying to figure out how to get this guy out of the rafters. It's just, I don't know how they did it. Um, but so now the media speculation is going wild. You know, like everyone's just talking about it. Like, where is this guy? Yeah. Um, is he living up there? Is he lowering himself down like Mission Impossible and Tom Cruise doing all of his stunts? Um, and one local news headline reads, Auburn burglar hid in rafters of grocery store for weeks. Does he have food up there? Like, he got, does he yeah. have a phone? He watching YouTube videos? Like, how entertaining himself? I don't know. This Speaking of videos, they released the video. The video of him running around, the surveillance video on Christmas Day and stealing <laughs> the $6,500 worth of cigarettes. They put him on TV. His head and face were covered, but someone actually recognized him. Uh-uh, not a hater. Not a hater. There's always a hater. So you ready? Wild. You ready for the hater? Okay, you know let's the hater get the hater. Is? I'm ready for the hater. It's a woman who's known the guy for 20 years. Ooh. Okay. As the prosecutor put it, they had a 14-year-old son in common. That's how he put it, in common. So we don't, you know, we don't know exactly what that means. It's not entirely clear. Did they go half on a baby or no? I don't know, but <laughs> they have it in common. They have a baby in common. <laughs> You ready to find out where this fool messed up? I mean, yes. He actually sent her a picture, mm. this woman that turned him in. You you, you want to guess what the picture was? I, I have of a—was it of his things? Mm-mm. No. Okay. No, she probably already knows. They have a They, they have probably a don't have good lighting in up in the roof. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't sending parts. He was sending entire large blocks of cheese photos, Okay. The, the kind they sell at Hagen. Have you seen these big Parmesan yeah. wheels of cheese? Sometimes you'll see them hollowed out, and the chef is making pasta and they're right in the big old block. Super expensive. Like on Supermarket Sweep, that's what you go for first. He literally sent her the photo and said, do you know anyone that wants to buy this cheese? And <laughs> and when she asked, like, where'd you get the cheese? He goes, quote, long story. And then he says, $625, two wheels. Now he boosting cheddar. Long story is right. He is boosting yeah, Gouda. He was boosting cheddar. Yeah. Um, a quick question. Have you ever sent a text to an ex that got you in trouble? Oh, yes. Of course. That's so mm -hmm. fun. It, it's nothing like a little thrill up your leg when you text the ex just something wild. I don't, I'm not texting. The ex is an ex for a reason. I'm not texting an ex. Forget it. Sometimes I get a little nostalgic. Good luck. I like to block the ex. Or I, I'll call them something different in my phone, like don't answer, or he was always a jerk. <laughs> so when the phone rings, I'm just reminded, don't pick up the phone. Uh, but just a little PSA. Maybe don't ask them directly if they're in the market for some stolen goods when you text your ex like this guy did. Yeah. Now, at this point, police go arrest this guy and find him not in the rafters, but at his house. And they find a couple of things, including, spoiler alert, 
a bunch of cigarettes. Oh, yes. Sixty five hundred dollars worth of cigarettes is hard to get uh, off your neck. A big block of cheese with a Hagen price tag on it. Duh. And then the police arrest him. His name is Weston Wiley, and he gets charged with two counts of burglary and one count of theft. And it turns out the cops and local media may have initially gotten a little carried away with ideas about the rafter robber living up there full time. Because when asked about camping out, the Auburn police commander said, quote, We believe he was coming and going. If he stayed overnight, we are not aware. End quote. And how do you take a big block of cheese and like off of heavy? You're in the roof. How do you yeah, get heavy. down with that? <laughs> I don't even want to eat that cheese. I don't care how you wrap it. I don't want cheese that's been passed through the roof, to be honest with you. That's disgusting. I just don't want boosted cheese. Like a purse, some shoes, but cheese? Like, I got that cheese. I don't want boosted <laughs> anything, Lacey, and neither do you. Okay? Wow. But cheese is just a wild thing to be like, I got cheese. And it's like $600, yeah. she said? No, no, ma'am. <laughs> Black market cheese is so odd for me. Just so random that he would try to get that done with his... He's just, X, he's just like standing outside the Olive Garden like, hey, y'all, I got that cheese. Yeah. I want the cheese grinder, not the cheese. How about that? Everyone's talking about that cheese grinder. You know you can yes. get that from Olive Garden. Yeah, yeah. All right, so wait. So let's talk about this more because this, this is crazy. Here's a, here's a hint about his methods uh, in the police investigation. Apparently, when police showed up to his home, he didn't admit to participating in the robberies. But when they asked how he got into the store on Christmas, and this is a quote, the defendant said that someone could get in by going through the roof, adding, quote, that's how I would do it. <laughs> Allegedly. Yeah. Remember when OJ was like, if I did, if I did do it, this is how I would have done it. It's kind of odd to that even book, make that yes. sentence. <laughs> Why would you do Very that? Very odd. Uh, so uh, this was all in early February 2020. And his jury trial was scheduled for March 19, 2020. I, you know, I'm trying to remember. Um, did anything major happen in March of 2020? Oh, you know, I heard that the NBA shut down and Tom Hanks got the Rona. Girl, that's when I knew it was bad. They, the, when, when the government called me and told me Tom Hanks had the Rona, I was like, "Oh, damn!" We're... He was the first one to come out, right? Like, yeah, really, him as and a his celebrity, wife. and they were like in we Australia love Tom. or something. Yeah, so we, we were do really love stressed Tom. out. We were like, "No, not Don't Tom." Don't forget Rita. Yeah, we Rita, love Tom we and love Rita, Rita too. We were like, not Tom, yeah. not Tom. Shut, the, shut everything down. Yeah, he's our. He's like the world's daddy. We love yeah. Tom Hanks. Um, all right, now needless to say, coverage of his case, because it was 2020 and it was March, it kind of drops off at that point. Right. And the jury trial appears to have never actually happened. According to court documents, he took a plea deal and pleaded guilty to some lesser charges. He was a first-time offender, so he was sentenced to a week in jail and a year of community custody, which is basically what Washington State calls probation. Mm. What do you think about that? I think that's wonderful. Like, this man doesn't need to be in prison. Like, he just did a goofy little thing. Like, you know, he got a, he got some cigarettes and he got some cheese. It's not like he didn't get it back. He For didn't six weeks? It. I think that's—he he was having a goofy little time. He doesn't need to be in prison. You are so nice. He also had to pay some money, $16,000 in damages, because I would imagine poking your leg through the ceiling— and ruining all the ducks and all that stuff and the two wheels of uh, cheese and then the, the cigarettes. So things started to add up. $16,000 is high. That's high. Have you seen what those Parmesan cheese rolls cost? And it's from straight from the Parma region, okay, in Italy. That's some real expensive cheese. It's just food. Trust. And it's not like they didn't get it back. He, <laughs> he had the price tag on it. Like, they got to repo the cheese. 
Oh my god! They repo the want cheese. The, that cheese has to go into the trash. I don't want that cheese. I already told you. Don't you don't want to eat repo cheese. I don't want that cheese. Nope. You, you probably have, son. You probably have eaten some repo cheese in your life. You don't. I you know. just don't know. I know. Yes. I know. I mean, sixteen feels too much. I feel I like this is a little goof. You know, putting people in prison is expensive, and like. Like, a week and then some community service is very cute to me. Also, like, he's probably the best at community service. Like, he could probably get down in the, like, you know, in the sewers like like a Ninja Turtle and, like, really clean up the city. Like, we need him out. We need him free. <laughs> well, he doesn't, he doesn't need any kind of, like, work training while he's in jail because... Newsflash. Spoiler alert. Do you know what this guy's previous job was? A roofer. He was a roofer. <laughs> Not a ceiling expert. Yes, that's why they couldn't catch him. I mean, I can't wrap this thing up better than that, quite honestly. I mean, he was in the roof. He was a roofer. He he knew exactly what he was doing. A professional. Yeah, what can we say? You know what I really do want to say? I want to I want to actually shout out some of the local grocers because like, man, can you imagine? Like so shout out to my local butcher, Raths. Do you have a local like family grocery store you want to shout out cuz they're good people. They work hard and we depend on them. We we found that out during 2020, you know, when they were essential workers and they were staying employed because because we needed food. You exactly. Know? And uh, look, I respect all professions, and I think that every profession deserves a living wage and grocery store workers. Like, it's so funny that, like, people want to be like, oh, you, you're paper or plastic. Like, that's your job. But then as soon as we shut down, everyone's like, you're an essential worker. We need you to survive. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, keep that respect that we had during COVID. Keep that respect for these people. I was talking about that a lot because right before we had the pandemic, you know, a lot of people on minimum wage were fighting for a living wage, and then the pandemic hit, and they were the ones we were calling essential, and now it's over, and people are going right back to saying they don't deserve a living wage. So I agree. We have we have really run the gamut today. We have talked about a lot, Lacey. <laughs> we have done the chatting, okay? The last thing I want to say is I want this roofer guy to use all of this press to get his roof business popping. Yeah. All press is good press. If you can live in a grocery store for six weeks, you know roofs. You are the roof guy. I, I, would, <laughs> I, would, I would get a commercial out right now. Like, you need a roof? I'm the roof guy. I mean, you have the marketing plan for everything. Yes, I like this. I, I like this. Uh, Scam Goddess, where can everyone find you for more of this silly chat that you have? Because <laughs> I enjoy you so much. I enjoy you too, Sunny. You can find me at D-I-V-A-L-A-C-I, D-I-V-A-L-A-C-I on all platforms. If you want to listen to my podcast about robbery, fraud, and comedy, uh, Scam Goddess, wherever you get your podcasts. Ooh, Diva Lacey. Is that what you're saying? Diva. I, was, I can yes. spell. Is that I got that Diva from Lacey? I'm a diva. I'm a, I'm a, uh, everything uh, is uh, Diva Lacey. Uh, uh, like, my company is I Diva like Lacey that. Incorporated. Like, it's all Diva Lacey. Lacey Mosley, guys, the scam goddess. Yeah. All right, stick around with us throughout this season for more tales of bad eggs, fishy scams, and culinary capers. I'm Sunny Anderson, and this is Cooked and Booked. Cooked and Booked is produced by Paradiso Media for Food Network. You can follow our show wherever you get your podcasts, and we'd love it if you'd take a second to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Let's finish this dish. The status of Takashi Ishimoto, Tokyo's alleged soggy bread scammer, is currently unknown. In Washington State in March of 2020, Weston Wiley pleaded guilty to possessing stolen property in the second degree and burglary in the second degree. 
He was ordered to pay nearly $16,000 in restitution to Hagen Grocery Store. He was sentenced to six days in jail and one year of community custody. Additional court documents show he was charged with burglary in the second degree again in August of 2023. He has a trial date set for December of 2023. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.